This is a Spoonyville podcast, chronically candid conversations, and I'm your host, Morgan Green. What's up, you people, and welcome back to a Spoonyville podcast. So I hope you guys had a great week. This week has been a bit emotionally draining for me. You know, it's June, the weather's getting hotter, and heat, I don't know if you guys know, is a trigger for me and my myasthenia gravis. So it's just very frustrating to me a lot of times. And um, I really struggle with like that balance of pushing myself and showing myself compassion. Like I'm still trying to find that balance. That's something that I've talked to you guys a lot about, just finding that balance and always holding compassion for yourself. But at the end of the day, I'm human and I get angry and I get frustrated. Like, I don't know why, but for me, anger almost is the the most common emotion or the most easily accessed emotion, accessible, uh, can't speak today, emotion for me to reach when I'm going through something rather than like what is really covering up, which is like the fear and the worry and the anxiety. I go straight to anger. You know, I go to that frustration and, um, I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but it's just like, you know, you think you've worked past something and you think you've progressed and then you have these days where you're set back and it's just so frustrating or someone might make a comment to you and you just get angry because it just feels like no one understands, even though you have tried to tell them so many times. And so, you know, I've been feeling a little angry this week just with myself, with people. And um, so that just got me reflecting. And if you're like me, if you're someone who gets a little angry. And let me just say this, it is okay to be angry. I've talked to you guys before about we're humans. We experience the full spectrum of emotions. So don't try to suppress those things. What I want us to do is to be able to better navigate those emotions, to better handle those emotions. Because sometimes when we are in the midst of the emotion, we might do things like, um, as I like to say, the gasoline is already there and we're just lighting that match and throwing it in, you know? So, um, I wanted to hit you guys with just some tips that I kind of came up with. If you're feeling angry in terms of like your diagnosis or something somebody said, or just living with your illness. Um, the first thing is taking a step back to think before, um, talking it out. And that's with your loved one. So like if somebody says something insensitive to you or somebody did something that kind of offended you in the heat of the moment when you're just like, want to say, are you stupid or are you dumb? You know, that's not what we want to (laughs) say. We just want to, you know, collect ourselves, really figure out like, I don't, I'm not somebody who censors myself. I don't believe that I'm kind of blunt if you guys haven't noticed, but I want my conversations to be fruitful to have a end in mind and the end is never to get into a fight with somebody the end is to express how I feel and hopefully come to some type of common ground in which this can't happen again you know so I try to wait and taking the emotion out of things sometimes allows you to have a more productive conversation you know so you have you take that time then you know once you're calm you need to really think about during that time when you're thinking about what's really the issue because sometimes like someone might have done something like um made an insensitive comment um and it might not even be that particular thing or that particular comment it could be 
something else, you know, an underlying issue. So really thinking about, okay, what am I really upset about? What's really boiling me? And, um, you know, figuring out how to say it clearly and directly, not trying to um, hurt the other person's feelings or like get at them or make them upset or, you know, trying to control how they do things because I always say it's not, um, you're not responsible for how somebody takes what you say, but you also, if your intention should not be to hurt, you know? Another thing that I find helpful, like when I'm angry and frustrated is to move my body, um, you know, and that's hard, especially with having MG muscle weakness, but like little things like walking, I just got a treadmill, whoop, whoop. <laughs> so walking on my treadmill, if I feel in like an extra burst of energy, you know, getting on my Peloton, yoga is really not a stress relief. Sometimes doing some breathing works. Um, I love doing like boxing, something that's really going to allow you to grunt that anger out you know um another thing that i like to do when i'm feeling like angry and frustrated is do some me time like something like you know, i'll say like self-love time or just some getaway time whatever it looks like like quiet something that you enjoy that's just for you it could be taking yourself out to get a meal um going to the library and getting a new book getting your nails done um you know, again, going for that walk and just sitting outside in nature and connecting with nature, like whatever that thing is for you, sometimes time out to just breathe really works um, wonders. Um, another thing that I like to do is um, use I statements. This is something that I learned in therapy because we don't want to blame other people because Again, we'll go back to the example of somebody making an insensitive comment. The comment was insensitive, but it's about how the comment made you feel. So instead of saying, you did this and you did that, like that's not productive. That's not going to make the person receptive to what they're trying to say because they're automatically going to be defensive. So it's like, well, I am sensitive about X, Y, and Z. And so it really hurt me when that was said. You know what I'm saying? Like put it more, not put it on you because you're not taking responsibility for their actions, but you are talking about the impact that it had on you because you can't speak for other another person. Um, the last thing that I will say is um, to not hold a grudge because as hard as it is, for us to live with these illnesses, the people around us and the people that love us and the people that deal with us on a daily basis, it does to a certain level impact them too. And, you know, forgiveness is a powerful tool and we don't want to like, like that anger. I told you guys before about this book I read, um, the body keeps the score. Like I feel like when we have these trapped emotions, even anger and hatred towards other people, that does something to us internally. And we don't need any extra things going haywire in our bodies. You know, we just want peace, serenity, and stress-free days. At least I know that's what I want. And I hope that you guys are working towards the same. Um, and the same thing when we're just dealing with the illness in ourselves, don't hold a grudge about if you made a mistake or say, for example, um, you push yourself too hard. Now you're having a flare, but you forgot to take your medicine, whatever that is. Forgive yourself. You addressed it. You learn and you'll do better tomorrow. You get what I'm saying? Like, remember to show ourselves compassion and grace, because that is literally the only way we're going to make it through this thing, you guys. So that is all I have for you guys this week. Um, 
I truly pray that you have an amazing week, that something here helped you. If you can relate to just being angry um, in terms of dealing with your chronic illness or dealing with other people and your chronic illness. And until next week, stay empowered, stay safe, and most importantly, stay ill.